hello 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 my beautiful people how are you thank you for joining me again on us podcast where we are loving on ourselves by healing because let's face it where are you going unhealed okay so in this episode we are talking about pulling in the blessing stay tuned Hey, how are you? Thank you for joining me again, my love, my beautiful people, children of God. Thank you, my brother, my sister, for joining me because you could have been anywhere else. But hey, you decided to kick it with your girl today. And I appreciate you for that. Okay, so diving right in as we always do. Okay, we don't waste time around here. We are about God's business. We are about staying aligned and what he's saying and what he's doing. And we love that we get to be a part of that, right? And so on today, we are talking about pulling in the blessing. Last week, we talked about right before the blessing and how that feels and what that looks like and how we need to stay strong. And, you know, we got all our jewels and our gems for that portion. And on this week, we are talking about pulling in the blessing. And that is when the blessing is right here. And we are pulling it in just like a fisherman pulls in that fish. We are pulling in the blessing. Let's talk about it. What does that look like? Pulling in the blessing. Okay, that looks like our heart, our mind, our soul, our hands, our feet, our spirit, everything about us being open for the blessing. And how do we stay open for the blessing? By clearing our minds and making sure our thoughts are positive. By staying in God's word, by uh, praying, by blessing others. By giving our time, pursuing the correct seeds. And I'm not just talking about money, okay? Well, I'm not talking about money at all. Uh, sowing the right seeds of love, of integrity, of good character, of uh, doing things the way God wants you to do, of staying in alignment with him, of pouring into others and loving on others and checking on your neighbor and seeing what they might need and, you know, um, helping them out and just keeping yourself open for the blessing, pulling in the blessing. You pull in the blessing by blessing others, okay? You pull in the blessing by keeping yourself positive, keeping yourself open for the blessing to come in. The blessing will not know where to come into if it if you don't look like God, if your heart and mind are not postured. And you're asking yourself, how do you look like God? That's in how you act. That's in how you speak. That's in where you go. That's in who's attached to you. That's in what you're pouring into and what you will and won't allow. Okay? That's in loving on yourself. That's in knowing that you have areas that being healed that need to be healed and working on those areas. That is what that looks like. No one is perfect. But when you are postured to be righteous, when you are postured to do the right thing in the best of your ability, you are walking in righteousness. You are walking aligned in what God has for you and who he's called you to be. When you are doing your best, when you are putting your best foot forward, because none of us are perfect, we never will be, right? But we're walking toward doing our best and at every facet in our life. And that is what that looks like to live a godly life, to live an aligned, called life. It's to do your best in every way. Do your best in loving on your children. Do your best in loving on yourself. Do your best in pouring into you because if you don't pour into you, 
you are going to be empty. You will have nothing to give anyone else. It is important. It is imperative that you pour into yourself, that you love and respect you first. Because if you don't work on yourself, you'll crumble, you'll fall. If you don't work on yourself, anyone else, the enemy will be able to come along and pluck up and uproot what you've been working on. The enemy will be able to come along and to push you and to shove you and to make you uh, believe in his illusions and delusions and to put things in your mind that are not so. If you don't build on yourself, you have to. A lot of people, and I'm going to go ahead and um, say it, I'm going to go ahead and um, possibly get in trouble, but that's fine. I'll take that kind of heat. A lot of people in Christianity are going around telling people you're selfish when that's not true. They're going around telling people that, um, you know, it has nothing to do with you. It absolutely does. You are the vessel. If the vessel is not clear, if the vessel is not clean, if the vessel is not full, then the vessel is no good. It has to be about you at some point. The bigger picture is not about you. But you don't have power over the bigger picture. All you have power over is you, your tongue, life and death being in that tongue, your hands being clean, your heart being postured and full of God's word so that you will not sin against thee. You have to work on you. You have to show yourself approved. What way do you do that? By working on you. By working on the vessel, God's word says that your greatest sacrifice, your greatest sacrifice is your temple, is your body. That is your, your living sacrifice and is your best sacrifice to be in prayer, to be praying, to be reading God's word, to be. And those things are for you. They, they help you. They clear you up. They strengthen you up. They get you right with God. They get you aligned in, in his word and in the right way that you need to go. Those things are for you. Even fasting is for you to get you right. So where this selfish business came from, I don't know. Maybe it was some kind of narcissistic leader who started it a long time ago and people were just taking it and running with it. And it has nothing to do with Christianity. God is about love. God is about self-preservation. You are supposed to be preserving yourself as a Christian. You are supposed to be preserving yourself as a man and woman of God so that you're full and you can fill others. If you are not preserving yourself and you are not Uh, reassessing and you're not being a fisherman and you're not teaching and sowing the right seeds and getting you together consistently, then what are you doing? And there's nothing selfish about that. Absolutely nothing. I will argue all day till I turn black and blue with anyone who wants that heat, that that is not selfish. You have to pour into you to make sure you're strong. You have to have some kind of foundation. You have to have some kind of strength or else you're falling for anything. That word got to be so deep rooted down in your spirit that can't nobody tell you nothing else. That's building on you and it's not selfish. So back at what we're talking about. And it all ties in together, pulling in the blessing. Because you absolutely have to work on you to pull in the blessing. Okay? Pulling in the blessing 
takes you to to uh, learn how to be a fisherman. You have to learn how to spiritually, uh, naturally catch a fish, not an actual fish, but a blessing, right? Um, and what that looks like is preparing yourself. What that looks like is sowing the right seeds. What that looks like is keeping your mind positive in the right place. So when the enemy tries to deter you and he tries to throw you for a loop or he tries to uh, put a distraction or delusion in your way, you are absolutely clear on the fact that it was a delusion. You are absolutely clear on the fact that it was a distraction. You have to build up you. Otherwise, you will not have any discernment. Discernment is key in this season. Discernment is key in pulling in the blessing. It is key in being a fisherman. You cannot help nobody else get up. You cannot show anyone else how to be a fisherman. You cannot even start at home with your children, with your husband, with your wife, with your friends, with your close loved ones. You can't even start with those who are close to you if you are not working on discernment. Discernment is key. Discernment is um, part of being excellent and top tier. Uh, discernment is a part of doing things uh, with excellence and with clarity. Discernment is part of being professional. Discernment is part of uh, being the man and the woman of God that he called you to be. That is um, one-on-one of pulling in the blessing. That is one-on-one of being prepared as one-on-one of being called is having that discernment. Um, you will not get far without it. <laughs> you will not. You will not. You will not. You may think you are, but I'm here to tell you you're not. You ain't. No, I know that's not a word, but you ain't. Okay, you, you have to absolutely have that. Um, and that discernment looks like uh, knowing what's in front of you, knowing what's around you, knowing who you are and whose you are, knowing your calling, uh, and knowing that uh, that's your purpose in life. I've heard someone say to me that your calling and your purpose are two different things, and I think that's a lie. I think that's wrong. I'm sorry. You can leave me an email. You can call me, you can text me, you can leave me a DM. My Instagram is at CoachBrown underscore eight. I don't agree. Your calling and your purpose are two different things. They're the same thing. What you're called to is your purpose in life. They are not different. If you are called to a ministry of healing, then that's your purpose in life. (laughs) Someone please leave me a DM, leave me a message. Go ahead. Break down the difference. We can go at it. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, um, I got time. Uh, I'll wait. Because it's not going to happen. They're the same thing. Your calling and your purpose are the same thing. It's just two different words. But they have the same meaning. Um, and a lot of people will use this trickery with words to try to confuse you or to try to make you feel like you don't know what you're doing or what you're talking about or to try and uh, create some upper ground when they're having a conversation with you so that uh, they'll be at the head of the conversation and so that they're leading the conversation. They'll try to throw in some confusion. So watch out for people like that, especially in this season. Um, 
you know, I asked the person a question because I thought that they were integral and they had some knowledge about it. And it just went a whole different way. When the person purposely made it go a different way because they didn't have the answer. Instead of just saying, I'll go to God for you about that. Because that's the best thing to do is to stay prayerful for a person who's asking a question that you don't know the answer to instead of sending them for a loop and down this rabbit hole and making them think that they they don't know what they're talking about when they do you're clearly insulting their intelligence and you're insulting the intelligence of the holy spirit that is that he has bestowed upon them for the calling that's on their life because god has called them god has prepared that person and for you to um, try and use this um, trickology with words is so um, inappropriate and out of pocket. And where they do that at? You know, um, but pulling in the blessing, pulling in the blessing is having that discernment. So in the moments of those type of conversations, you're ready, you're prepared. And you could say, you know what? I know my calling is my purpose and my purpose is my calling, ma'am, sir. <laughs> so do, can you help me respectfully? Can you help me with the question that I'm asking you? If not, go to God about it for me because, you know, I'm looking for an answer, you know? And nine times out of 10, if you're looking for an answer, you're really, if you're aligned and you're ready and you've been doing the work and you've been pulling in the blessing uh, and keeping yourself sharp, you're not looking for an answer because you don't have one. You're looking for confirmation, you know, and that's what I was looking for, confirmation. But um, that's neither, you know, here nor there um, as far as was that person able to answer me the um point of that story that point of that tidbit was to have discernment so that uh you can keep yourself aligned and that there's no confusion in your in your path and your journey um and a confusion will absolutely try and come along you know what i mean whatever your strength you're strengthened in whatever your wherever your strengths are that's where the enemy will try to play you at that's where he will try to come in and confuse you and to uh, deter you to make you feel like, you know, you don't know which way you're going or you're topsy-turvy when you're very focused, you're very consistent, you're very smart, you're very actual, you're very punctual, okay? You're consistent and you're very educated and smart, you know? And God would not have you right before your blessing. He would not have you pulling in the blessing and showing you through any way or form or fashion how to pull in the blessing, how to be a fisherman, if you weren't ready, if you weren't uh, smart, if you weren't aligned, if you weren't the person for the job, if you weren't called. So in those situations, and they will come, that's why I'm bringing it up. Use your discernment. That's what your discernment is for. We all know that. But sometimes, you know, in that imbalance, we can slip up a little bit because the devil will try you when you're tired. He'll try you when you got an attitude and you're hungry. He'll try you when the kids are getting on your nerves and you're just like, oh, you know, okay. You know, when you really need to kind of take a deep breath and assess what is really in front of you and um, give it the proper answer it needs or give it the proper function it needs or give it the proper attention that it needs, you know, so that you stay in alignment with 
where it is you're going and who it is you are. You know, you don't ever want to have an imbalance um, because you didn't deal with a, a situation or something in a proper manner when all you needed to was to take a deep breath to reassess and maybe tackle it tomorrow. Maybe tell that person, I'll call you back. Give me an hour. You know, um, tell your son or your daughter, you know, um, watch this movie, you know, for a little while. Or here's a snack. Um, Mommy will be right back. And, you know, take a deep breath and we'll start. Ask God to intervene and come into the situation so that you handle it properly. And that's absolutely another form of... um, uh, having, um, you know, clarity and having, um, that discernment that we're talking about, you know, and so that is key. I feel that that's what God is talking about. That's what God is pulling on my heartstrings about today, um, is having that discernment. And that is a key into pulling in the blessing to knowing what season you're in, who's around you, and how how you need to use your discernment because you can have discernment but it's not sharpened you have to have it and you have to know how to use it um and these are definite ways to using it is taking that deep breath relaxing having that cup of coffee or that tea whatever your preference is and um you know reassuring yourself that you have it it's not on you it's in you reassuring yourself that you were built for this god called you you know um and sometimes we, we are equipped along the way. Sometimes he brings us the tools along the way. We, we're not always um, walking into the situation with a tool belt full of what we need. Sometimes we are equipped along the way. We learn as we learn as we go. That discernment is always there, though. And so, you know, um, my brothers and my sisters, I'll leave you with this. Be sure of who you are. Be sure of where you're going. Be sure of what it is your purpose and your calling is in life. And don't let anything get in your way of that. And once you have all these things and all these tools, you are going to be able to hit the ground running and pulling in your blessing. I love you. See you next time.